Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to Around the Dial, your one-stop shop for Sports Talk's best moments every day. Here's your host, CBS Sports Radio's Damon Amendolara. Welcome inside Around the Dial, the best in your sports talk for Wednesday, March the 13th, and today was an absolutely enormous sports news day. And it began with the trade of Odell Beckham Jr. The star wide receiver for the New York Giants ends up getting traded to the Cleveland Browns, who suddenly become one of the most interesting teams in all of the NFL. What happens with a Browns team that was 0-16 just two years ago was sub-500 last year but showed major signs of turning it around when they add one of the most dynamic playmakers in the league to that offense. Everybody in Cleveland reacting and celebrating and wondering what's the potential for a dynamic Cleveland Browns offense right now after years of losing, of torture, and of misery. Let's begin in Cleveland on 92.3 The Fan with Carmen and Lima reacting to the news. For the first time since I thought pro wrestling was real, your Cleveland Browns are serious about football, serious about winning, seriously Super Bowl contenders. It is happening, my friends. You know how I know it, Ken? It is all happening here in Cleveland. You know how I know, Kenny? I went through my email last night. Dateline Berea. The Cleveland Browns have re-signed defensive lineman Carl Davis. Get out of here. Get out of the studio. Get out of the studio. They sent me the email. It's right there. Get out of the studio. You know they can't make this final until what, today? Davis joined the Browns via waivers from Baltimore during the fight. So you took him from Baltimore. You took him from Baltimore. Vindication. You got vengeance. Can you believe what we are talking about today? (laughs) Can you believe what we are about to talk to today? It's just going to be my luck. I'm going to walk out of the studio today at 10.01. I'm going to get hit oh, by yeah. a bus, and that's the end of yeah, it. Yeah, you're done. And I'm not going to get to see the greatness. <laughs> Two years ago, now it's March 13th, 2019. Two years ago, we were coming off of, what was this? Was this 1-15? in 15? <laughs> Well, you had the... Well, you had you had three and thirteen. Two years ago, one and fifteen. We were coming off a one and fifteen. We were about to embark on zero and sixteen. We were at an all time low. Everything was at an all time low. It couldn't have been worse. The quarterback situation was bad. The general manager situation. I still think he has a nice legacy, but who the hell knows? Uh, it, it, the general manager situation was terrible. Everybody couldn't stand the organization. They couldn't even tweet without getting a bunch of nasty responses. And here we are, two years later, 
what a difference a quarterback makes, what a difference a real general manager makes. And you remember this. You remember this. We talked about this on air. And you and I fought with people because he got he, he just got Kansas City in so much cap trouble, you guys. He got Kansas City in so much trouble with the cap. Yeah, he ruined their organization. Meanwhile, they went to the, what again? And AFC I, Championship I game last year. I said to you, I said to you, please, God, do not let them hire Dave Gettleman instead of, instead of John Dorsey. Let it be John Dorsey. And then as we go through all this, he picks the quarterback, he gets the players, he acquires the assets, he gets this thing ready. And then last week, a conversation that started out with emojis on Twitter culminates in the trade of the year, culminates in a move that have taken the Cleveland Browns from fair to Midland expectations to with the Patriots, this is Vegas, Patriots, Kansas City, and your Cleveland Browns, the top three contenders to vie for the AFC crown to head to the Super Bowl in 2020. You already said yesterday. This is you unreal. said they were supposed to win the AFC North. You put them in position to do that. That was before they went ahead and traded. By the way, fleece the New York Giants on arguably, what we want to call, I mean, I think Antonio Brown's a little bit better, but arguably the best wide receiver in football. Man, if you're an NFL fan, you've got to be thrilled for that city and that fan base. That has consistently been one of the best fan bases in all of the NFL. And now to know that they finally have a team that they can support, get behind, and have optimism surrounding is just tremendous. People forget that the Cleveland Browns have an amazing NFL history of championships, a dynasty back in the 1950s. But because the Browns have been so bad for so long, people don't understand just how much that team means to that city, generations upon generations. And now they've got so many interesting players and such an interesting potential that it's impossible in the city of Cleveland not to be extremely excited about where they're going. But how long will it take them to get there? And what exactly will the Browns be this year in year one of bringing all of these new pieces together? You've got a young quarterback, young running backs, a first-year head coach, and now a volatile wide receiver that has certainly been frustrations before for his front office and his coaching staff. In New York, that was part of the reason the Giants got rid of Odell. Too many headaches, perhaps, especially with a year of losing straight ahead. So how are they reacting in New York Midday host Chris Carlin on WFN in New York joined WIP in Philadelphia's Angelo Cataldi. Quite a little birthday you're having, huh? <laughs> Chris, Chris. I, I got it, Happy Chris. Happy birthday, Angelo, first of all. And well, secondly, congratulations to the Philadelphia Eagles on their NFC East Division Championship. <laughs> oh, my God. Chris, can I ask you, before we get into all this stuff, you haven't any remorse about leaving Philadelphia and going to the dumpster fire that New York has become in sports? Oh, let's see. Uh, you win the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Sixers win 50-some games. Mm-hmm. Bryce Harper signs. Right. And you're right. Flames it is up here. No, <laughs> no I'm good. No, no, no. Good. All good. All right. Well, let's do Odell Beckham Jr. What the hell happened? And do you think they got enough for a guy that talented? I'll be honest with you. I actually don't think they did that badly of the trade. Right. Um, a couple of things here. Number one, I think 
the Antonio Brown situation really influenced the Giants' thinking over the last week. Um, I'm just guessing here when I say that. I mean, look at Brown. He ends up getting more money in this trade, and they only end up getting a third round and a fifth round pick. I think that the Giants looked back at last year when they hand Beckham $65 million guaranteed, and a month later he's talking to Josina Anderson saying he's not sure he wants to be a Giant for long term. <laughs> I mean, what the hell is that? And you honestly have to ask yourself the question at that point, is this going to be a problem for the long haul? And the other thing is he just doesn't stay healthy. He doesn't stay healthy. And a lot of people thought that he shut it down for the last four games last year. And, yeah, they were terrible to begin with, but that's been the feeling. The year before he played, uh, you know, only four games. So he's only played one entire season over the last two years. So I, I think that these things all factored into their decision to finally yeah. to finally go ahead and, and make this move. Well, Chris, you know what's amazing to me? The guy that I feared most on the Giants defensively was Landon Collin, and yeah. the guy I feared most on offense was Odell Beckham. And they yeah. basically let both of them go, but kept 38-year-old Eli Manning? Help us to understand that one. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we've been talking, Eli basically with his cap number for the last two years has been holding the Giants hostage. And, you know, it's $23 million for this coming year. Oh. And there's been, it's the last year of his deal, but there's been no discussion of, you know, adding dummy years to the contract to get them some more cap room to be able to go do something, whether they didn't go to him or whether he didn't volunteer it. Uh, but now it's clear they're in rebuild mode. And if they don't go and get a quarterback in the first round, if they don't go draft Dwayne Haskins, uh, I, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Because wow. you can't trade Odell Beckham uh, and get back what you got back, which is still a decent amount considering um, and, and expect to contend next year. That the, the, the big complaint about Dave Gettleman and has been, what's the plan? because it seems to be playing it right down the middle. There doesn't seem to be a, we're full-on going for it, or we're going to completely rebuild until this last night. Now you can't deny what's going on. To me, it feels like Dave Gettleman knew he had to rip this thing down to the studs because they were going to be bad anyway this year. And finally, there was a day of reckoning for the Giants franchise. You've got to start over. And perhaps seeing Antonio Brown only go for a third and a fifth round draft pick scared Gettleman into trading Odell once he saw a first rounder in front of him, which the Browns gave up. But ultimately, is that enough to trade A.B., a first and a third and Jabril Peppers? That feels like a really minuscule amount to get back from the Cleveland Browns for one of the best players in the NFL that was under contract. Plus, you've got to pay his cap hit anyway. And that wasn't even... The only big news in New York on the day, Le'Veon Bell from the Steelers ends up signing with the New York Jets. And the Giants rip it down and the Jets are building it up. How about a brand new running back target for Sam Darnold and that offense? Here was Boomer and Geo, Boomer assizing Greg Giannotti on WFAN reacting to the news. 
Now, Le'Veon Bell making a decision and chooses the Jets after midnight last night as he's not, well. And he's not going to back out, is he? I don't believe that he will. Anything is possible, especially with him and especially after what you saw happen with Anthony Barr. But he is expected to sign with the New York Jets. Le'Veon Bell to the Jets is expected to happen. And I just, I, I, I saw how great this guy is. He can be a game changer. He could potentially end up being Sam Darnold's best friend, best weapon. This could be a win. I just hope that he cares about football and cares about being great. And I'm not sure about that yet until I see him. You have to see it. I, up close and personal, I know he dropped his big album last night at yeah, midnight, Yeah, well, I mean, right? That, that right there to me is a red flag. So Why this is guy, that a red flag? Well, because he takes the popularity of himself right now in the news well, to, to drop his album well, that nobody cares about. Well, but what Le'Veon Bell needs to understand <laughs> is he needs to understand it's because he's a really good football player that anybody would care about his music. Yeah. And if you, if you turn out to be a big bust with the Jets, your name is going to be associated with a loser and a failure as opposed to a, a rap artist and a, and a Hall of Famer hey. and maybe a potential Jet uh, Super Bowl champion. So I'm, think about that. You have to go and play football now. You have to <laughs> yes. be good. You have to be. And by the way, this whole sitting out a year for Le'Veon Bell thing did not work out. He thought he was going to reset the running back market. This was going to be the thing to do it. That Steeler deal that they offered him was for an extra year, was two fewer guaranteed millions of dollars. So it was 35 that he got. It was 33 from the Steelers. It was 570, and this was what 452. Yeah. So the so the Jets did not after did not have to overpay to get him. And he's not even the highest paid running back. He was going to be the highest paid running back when the Steelers offered him that deal. So what'd you do? You failed in that conquest. You didn't end up doing what you set out to do. But you got paid now, and now's the time. Now is the time to cement your legacy. Forget about the money, forget about your album, forget about your stupid Fortnite, all this garbage, the jet skis and the nonsense. Now it's time. You had your year off. You you got all that out of your system now. Now it's time to focus and play football, and that's the thing that I would worry about with Le'Veon Bell. I'm not saying he's not capable of it. I know he's capable of it. I just need to see it now because this guy's been about everything but football. <laughs> everything but football for a really long period yeah, of time. I, I hope he doesn't have this half-ass attitude coming into play for the Jets. I hope that he's out to prove something and to make a, uh, and to make a statement. I think Antonio Brown will try to make a statement with the, the Raiders. I think I Odell Beckham Jr. will try to make a statement with his buddy Jarvis Landry out there in Cleveland with Baker Mayfield. And I hope that this guy comes in with that mindset because I'm telling you, when he is on, he is one of the five best offensive players, non-quarterbacks in the NFL. What a tremendous signing, and perhaps all signs pointed to the Jets getting Le'Veon Bell anyway, so maybe this isn't a huge surprise out of nowhere, but the Jets landing Le'Veon, the best two-way back in the NFL, to go along with a very good young quarterback and a team that has added C.J. Mosley at linebacker as well, feels like the Jets are absolutely on the come and will have to be taken seriously in the wild card and even perhaps the AFC East. In Pittsburgh, Le'Veon Bell's now gone. They also lost Antonio Brown. The musical chairs continue. And so our daily look into the Steel City comes to us courtesy of the Fan Morning Show in Pittsburgh, 93-7. Are they so bitter they won't even watch A.B. or Le'Veon? When it came down to it, the Jets were the only ones interested in having him run for them. Well, we the Ravens weren't interested. The Raiders weren't interested. We don't it, know that they, they were the only team. Well, I, I mean, how do, how do you make that statement? 
I think if there were an offer that were commensurate with what the Jets offered, well, or no. even less than what the Jets offered, he would have preferred to go to to the Ravens. Would he have not? I don't know that. I mean, I think that that's no, no. I mean, okay. there, there could have been other teams that just didn't offer as much money. Maybe that's the case. Though. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, I, I just think it's unfair to say that was the only team that offered. Like I've seen that written today too. I, I don't think that they were the. Uh, I, I think it's unfair to say that was the only team that offered him. Ended up being the only team that Le'Veon Bell felt comfortable signing with. Was the team he signed with, which yeah. could have been because they were the team that paid him the most money. Nonetheless, what happened was he didn't reset any market like he said that he was going to do. It's four years for $52.5 million. I am actively rooting against Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. And I'm okay to say that. Like, in sports, we have heroes and we have villains, right? You have... The guys you root for and the guys you root against. There's no – that's what fandom is. You have no kind of gray area. I, I don't think. You have black and you have white. That's what you got. You got these guys, good guys and bad guys. I am rooting against them actively as they push through the rest of their career because I'm a Pittsburgher and what they did to Pittsburgh. They both thumbed their nose at Pittsburgh. Antonio Brown, I have no idea what makes him happy. I don't know. It seemed like he had all that he wanted here. He could have had all that he wanted here, right? I have no Money. idea what Money. makes him happy. Ha- having enough zeros in the bank account where he may have been running out of them. And he played his way out of Pittsburgh. With Le'Veon Bell, I'm actively rooting against him because he could have gotten what he wanted right here in Pittsburgh. and did. So I'm okay to root against him. I think those are the, those are two examples of athletes that don't feel like they're respected. Because mm-hmm. everything about respect is monetary, not about where they're at in the game, not about what type of man they are, not about what kind of team they're on. These guys, both of them, have guys around them, have yes men around, that are telling them, feeding them all this crap. Well, and, it, and it comes. And I think that's where he aired. It, it comes back to this need to feel in the moment like you're wanted or you're desired too i think and that's what the, what a well, lot of these guys not just Le- like hey man you're getting robbed right yeah. not just not just Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown but a lot of whether it's celebrities athletes whatever it may be they've got those sycophants around them who affirm everything they think about themselves you're the greatest champ you're the best man let me tell you you're the best you're the greatest i come on i i want to do this i, I want to be around you right so they need a team to do the same thing and reaffirm to them that they feel loved or respected. Well, that's why I'm rooting against them. Because oh, I'm with you. Uh, yeah. Both of these guys, I want them to fail. And I don't care who that bothers. Like, again, that's what sports is for me. You know, you root, you have a boxing match or you have a, you have an individual sport. Like you root for, you root against somebody. I got to be honest, and, I, I root against Jamie Dixon and TCU. I want to see him lose every game. And I don't think Jamie's a bad guy. But you know what? He just... He thought Pittsburgh wasn't good enough, and he went somewhere else. But I, it'll do something for me with Oakland and with the Jets. I'll watch Keep a every eye single on game. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So now it's time for national reaction. What do the insiders around the NFL think about some of these major deals? Let's start with Odell Beckham, as once again, he's headed to the Cleveland Browns. Here's longtime NFL writer Peter King, who joined the Joe Rose Show on 560 WQAM in Miami. Were you surprised? Was it a fair deal? What'd you think of uh, the trade? Well, I think the biggest thing is that I think the Giants are essentially, you know, they're, they're going back and forth on what they want to do as an organization. Seven months ago, seven months, 
they made Odell Beckham Jr. the highest paid receiver in NFL history. Right. He had a he had a couple of incidents during the season. Um, you know, the story here is that Pat Shermer really got fed up with him. Uh, but Pat Shermer wanted him, you know, seven, eight months ago. And they signed off on making this, uh, you know, on making this huge, huge contract. And so I think the biggest problem that I have with it, Joe, is that they really have been going zigzagging in a bunch of different directions. Last year, you know, they paid huge money for Nate Solder. Uh, this year, they paid, you know, huge uh, compensation, really, both in money and in trade value for Kevin Zeitler. These are older offensive yeah. linemen. And, and I'm just, I just keep thinking to myself, okay, is it a rebuild? Are they trying to win now? What is going on? And they certainly didn't get premium value for Odell Beckham. You know, I'm trying to think to myself, what exactly are they doing? Are they rebuilding for the long term? Are they going to draft a quarterback? I, I just, I'm really confused on what their aim is right now. Yeah, I can only imagine that you and every Giant fan up there in the Northeast is thinking the exact same thing. What is going on? Is Gettleman going to get a lot of heat up there in New York for this? Is, this, is he going to be front page material for the next couple of weeks? I mean, he's getting a lot of heat now. Uh, I'm up in New York. I'm actually on a train today, but... Um, I think he's going to get a lot of heat because this is a guy who, uh, who 12 days ago stood in front of the national press in Indianapolis and said, we did not, we did not sign Odell Beckham Jr. to trade him. And I don't think I have to say anything more about that. In other words, in other words, we're not trading Odell Beckham Jr. And then 12 days later, you trade him. And I might add, for for not, uh, I mean, the seventeenth, ninety seventeenth, and ninety fifth picks in this draft, and a good, but certainly not great safety, uh, maybe an average to slightly above average NFL safety, a versatile safety in Jabril Peppers. That that is hardly what I would call. Man, they blew us away with that offer. I think that's the one key about this deal for the Giants. As Peter said, they did not get market value. The New York Giants sold Odell Beckham at 50 cents on the dollar. Now, perhaps that's because they got scared that Odell Beckham would only sink his cost more and his value on the open market in a bad season with a bad quarterback like an Eli Manning at the end of his career or a young rookie quarterback like Dwayne Haskins or somebody else the Giants might draft. I think that's why Dave Gettleman was scared into sending Odell, one of the biggest stars in the sport, to Cleveland for only the number 17th pick overall and a third rounder at the end of the round, along with a serviceable safety, but certainly not a young star safety in Jabril Peppers. It's something that the entire NFL will be wondering about, over the course of the tenure of Odell Beckham in Cleveland. And we will leave you on this. How about the sports story that really was more of a celebrity story, where celebrities and high-priced people across the country were hiring a firm to fake the resumes and accomplishments of their kids just to get them into college. This ensnared actresses like Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin, formerly Aunt Becky on Full House. 
How could it happen? The Sports Junkies on 1067 The Fan in D.C. weigh in. These parents are accused of to get their kids into colleges that were considered prestigious, to get them into USC or Georgetown or Yale. It's bizarre. I mean, the, 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 the fact that the Georgetown tennis coach had collected, I thought I saw the number was $2.7 million yeah. in yep. bribes. It was over like a span of years, but still. That's... I think it was only maybe five or six years. Yeah, yeah. that's the a hefty amount. was killing it. Yeah. He was. I mean, he was absolutely killing it. tennis team. And, and, then, <sighs> and that, that guy was getting his palms greased to that extent. I mean, usually the tennis coach at a university like that, I mean, unless it's like UCLA or something, they're a terrible team. You know, maybe you're making 70, 80 grand or something. And I mean, you're... I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't I would bet. You know. I mean, I guess I would say they have a tennis team, but it's got to be a Division three, right? They can't. I would, I would almost assume no scholarship <laughs> money. Mm, depends. Probably very, the basketball because of team. Title Nine, the women's sports in Probably particular. very little. Probably very little. It, well, it depends. Because of Title Nine, a lot of the women's sports are fully funded. Yeah, huh. that's true. Um, yeah. So Felicity Huffman, who was a star of Desperate Housewives, is married to I've heard uh, the William name. H. I don't Macy. Know her. Yeah. She's married to William H. Macy. She was one of the uh the housewives. She yeah, used to be on that it. show back in the day. It was a, it was a sports talk show. It was a like a sports night. Sh- sports night. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was on that. Yeah, jo- she's a good actress. Oh, she's and one then of she's Lauren one of the, uh, who was one of the moms or, or maybe <clears throat> the only mom. I don't know. I didn't watch Full House. I didn't I watch that can, Full House. I think it was Uncle Aunt Jesse's. Wife. Yeah. Okay. And Becky. John yeah. Stamos's wife? Yes. Yeah. I saw her on TV recently. She looked the exact same. She looks yeah. years. I think she's, age, she's on Fuller House during uh, some cameos, too, okay. on Netflix. Yeah. And right. I, I actually met her in the Bahamas with her daughters, walking yeah. through the casino in the Bahamas probably seven, eight years ago. Uh-huh. And my they daughter, were, and my daughters younger, right? were, were big Full House fans. They watched it, and they right. knew who she was. They wanted to talk to her. Very nice woman. But, man, privileged Entitled. Oh yeah, absolutely. And her daughter Olivia um, Lachlan, who's mm-hmm. got on, the, she's on YouTube all over the place. Yeah, privileged, entitled. Sure. Apparently, those kids are like, yeah, they're like, <clears throat> I don't know if they're YouTube stars, but they're like Instagram stars. They have a channel. They have a channel. Big and everything. YouTube, big YouTube stars. Yeah, well, didn't crazy. didn't Lachlan's daughter like? Isn't she quoted as saying? Uh, yeah, I just want to go to college for, like, game days and party. I'm yeah, not really said, into, into the whole studying angle. Yeah, she said, I don't care about the yeah. actual school part. Like, if your daughter's already, like, a social yeah. media influencer and has however many followers, why why would she even go to college? What's right. the point? Well, it just shows you, and we all have kids. You know, Jason's kid's going through the college <clears throat> selection process now. Your kid's going to be entering college next year. Cakes has one who's basically going to graduate from college, and they yep. have two that are on the heels. Sure. Entering well, college through this. There's a ton of pressure if you care to get your kids in these great schools. I would never think of bribing, you know, to, to somehow change an SAT or ACT You'd score. You'd have to do way more appearances. I paid for two of those prep courses, and I think it changed the ACT score that Kelsey took by like a point. No, that's way I different. Well, I yeah. can't what? believe it's way different than going to like ACT Proctor. Felicity Huffman's and- daughter went from a 10. 10- 30 to a 1430. Right. Yeah. Well, part yeah, of it for them is <laughs> yeah. they were also, and I don't know if it was Felicity Huffman's child who did this, but a lot of the parents were having their kids diagnosed with fake disabilities. So they get fake more learning time. disabilities so they have more time on an SAT. Ah. Which is so, helpful. So they get allowances. I'll tell you this. Okay, I, but w- beyond that, if you get a 1030, you could have all the time in the world. They would come in and correct your answers. They correct your right. answers if they needed to to get you to the number. Yeah. Right. If you and read they, the transcript, they said, all right, well, you need to get around a 14 to 1450 
And you understand, and the money's good, right? 15K, you're going to write the check. Okay, we'll get it done. And this guy, Mark Rydell, or Riddell, apparently he was the one that was doing all the test taking. He would get exactly what you wanted. So if you said, I need a 1430, he'd get you a 1430. That sounds like your Tamatha test. Man. Well, only when Mike Bray was the 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 teacher. That guy uh, is. I'll say this. For my son, I paid for that course, and we got 200 points out of it. Right. Now, we didn't cheat. He did the old-fashioned way, went to the sure, courses, learned. The courses but, are worthwhile. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I might be exaggerating that Kelsey's grade only went up a point. Now, she took the ACT, so it doesn't have mm-hmm. a big um, net. And look, she got into one of the schools that she wanted to get into. She's at NYU, so but I it guess shows it's you worth the, it. shows you the, pr- the pressure that parents are putting on these kids to get in there. In fact, at one point I read, and I don't know if this was one of the famous parents or if it was just one of the rich parents, because it was all the wealthy that were involved in mm-hmm. the scam. Um, but they said this guy. And this guy apparently was a lawyer. He said, "My concern is if if my daughter gets caught, that that she'll be finished." Right. And he still did it. <laughs> yeah, he didn't care. Right. He was, he he was willing to roll the dice. The and so he basically rolled the dice with his, his his daughter's entire reputation. Like her entire life will be tainted by the scandal. The lesson out of all of this is: no matter how much money you make there's still the potential to make terrible decisions. What a day it was across the sports landscape. NFL free agency has totally toppled Major League Baseball's free agency in craziness, zaniness, and unpredictability. And so until tomorrow, we'll see if there's another blockbuster that drops. This is the best in your sports talk. It's around the dial for Wednesday, March the 13th. We'll see you tomorrow, everyone. Thanks for listening to Around the Dial. Subscribe now for the best daily recap in sports talk on Radio.com or the Radio.com app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.